hosts Jacob and Michael. Hey everybody, welcome to Back in Tunes, the second to last episode of the series. Yes, everybody, it's uh, it's been six years. It's uh, it's kind of time to move on. Moving on over to our new show that just debuted called Hit Rewind, where we cover comic books, video games, uh, cartoons, uh, retro movies, and stuff like that. Just working our way through the years. We're starting off in 1980, so we're discussing animation and movies and all the pop culture stuff from that year. We'll do a few episodes on that, move on to the next year, next year, next year, next year after that. And then... Um, uh, yeah, I, that's all I had. I, my, brain, <laughs> my brain did not go off the, the rails the right way. Um, so it's, uh, uh, this is the first episode of Back in Tunes I think you and I have ever done where it wasn't the perfect Saturday morning. Am I wrong? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think we've ever done one. We usually do video night together, which is our other podcast. And, um, it's weird cause, uh, it's just coming to the end and I was thinking, well, Jacob, my normal host, my co-host, is not going to really get into this. It's more of our era, plus you being a librarian. Oh, I forgot to introduce you. Mindy, my sister. <laughs> How are you Hi. doing? That's okay. That's fine. Um, I could be the nameless voice. It's fine. You could be. Uh, but, you know, I figured if we were going to discuss classic kids' books adapted to animation, who better to go to than you? Uh, I'm sure there's someone better than me. Well, I mean that I know. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. I mean, I could go. I could go honest. to the people who wrote all these books, but that might take a very long time and some uh, finagling. Uh, I'm gonna be honest and say that I have never heard of nor read any of the books that these are based on. No. And no, I'm no, sure no, I, no. I'm sure. Oh no, I've read Vanicula. Yeah, I was say we had Vanicula and Holiday Inn as kids. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. Uh, but the other ones, no. And I don't. The I don't remember. I'm sure I watched all these originally, but the only one I kind of remember is the Land of Og. That one really stuck in my mind. We watched this one a ton as a kid. As kids, yeah. uh, we were one child. We were um, <laughs> we split off. <laughs> the um, we have one collective mind and collective experiences. Yeah. Uh, the Trouble with Miss Switch is the first one, and this is one that I remember uh, thinking that it was going to be horror, and that I should be afraid of Miss Switch. Uh, yeah, I think that the title is, like, really misleading. Yeah, well, it's also, your, your perception of what's scary as a kid is completely different as an adult. True. I was afraid of Kiss, uh, mind you. <laughs> uh, well, they're very confusing, so I don't know. I don't, I don't blame you there the uh um good oh i was just gonna say out of all the, the the specials we watched this was the one i was least impressed with <laughs> well all of these okay so i looked them up and all of them were done by absurd. studios that were established but yeah it clearly they went cheaper on the animation than their normal stuff which back yeah. then was still pretty low rent yeah but also the story was terrible. <laughs> I was fascinated and with it as a kid, but yeah, so I gotta say, it didn't hold up weird. very well. What's that? Yeah, I just it's so cheesy and weird, and all the dialogue was just like, nobody talks like that! <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize this was from 1980, because when we saw it, I believe it was around 85 or 87. I should actually say that uh, all of these cartoons are from a TV show called ABC Weekend Special. 
Started in the 70s, went for, golly, like 15 years or more. And uh, most of it was live action in the beginning. You would, you would see like kids from, you know, I would think the one girl's from uh, Witch Mountain and one of the kids from, you know, uh, Cousin Oliver from uh, Brady Bunch. Oh, you know, they did specials sure. where they were detectives. They were kid detectives. And there oh, was... Yeah. um okay. I, I kind of remember that. Some of the other ones, there was Fudge. Remember, that one was really popular. Sure, sure. Yeah, so that one I uh, sold on a VHS for quite a lot of money. <laughs> I love the accent there. Uh, Ramona and Beezus, I remember being one of them. Uh, How to Eat Fried Worms. I think Peanut Butter Solution was one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm, you, you probably remember a little better than I do. Yeah, I mean, I was, I'm was i three years older than you, so I started watching the stuff before you really started to but you also have a better i feel like you have a better memory than i do for I pop know. culture stuff you have more a better memory for important stuff like flight functioning kind of stuff <laughs> i don't know i would debate that that's that's mostly the reason why i'm good at my job is because my brain is filled with shit dumb sh- <laughs> shit the, uh, it makes me so good at my job though <laughs> <laughs> the um so any uh i think this is the first animated special and then it, it took off so well they started doing more of these and then if you see around uh, 86, 87, they made a big change. They basically ditched almost all of the live action stuff. If it was live uh-huh. action, it had to have some sort of animated element. Like they had, um, uh, was it Runaway Ralph, a.k.a. Motor, uh, the oh, Mouse and the Motorcycle yeah. with Fred Savage. I remember that, yeah. That was uh-huh. a big hit. And, yes. um, and then they introduced the puppet, O.G. Readmore, which was like this top, top cat kind of style uh, feline. We had like a, a tuxedo and a top hat and so like that, and he would introduce. He was a, he was a, basically a puppet. He was very classy. <laughs> the, um, this was the I, era I where those say... were really popular. I mean, I remember like automated stuff being really popular in the late '80s because we had Chucky, uh, Kid Sister, My Buddy, Teddy Ruxpin. Oh yes, well, it was so advanced at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's just disturbing. Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, God, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck e. When the machines would break down and kind of just jitter. Da, 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 da. Disturbing. Yeah, that's creepy. Um, yeah, I was really glad that, well, a couple of the couple of the episodes I watched had the commercials and stuff still, which was really fun. Um, but also had like you know the the clips of the og read more like introducing the stories not all of them had that though because i uh definitely remember that part of it uh his weird sidekick guy Bowser did, i don't Shana-na. i don't know bo, 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 i don't bo, bo. know what wasn't sure what that was <laughs> the um i remember that the host of tv shows was so huge for us when we were kids and, uh, of course, we had Happy the Hobo, where we lived, and there was Bozo the Clown out of WGN. Uh, at mm-hmm. nights, you had Elvira, and you had uh, Up All Night with Gilbert Godfrey and um, Ronnie mm-hmm. Shear. You had um, Joe Bob Briggs and stuff like that. The host is basically dead now. Oh, there, there yeah, really, there really Joe isn't, Bob Briggs. There isn't anybody really doing this anymore. But it was a big thing for kids' shows. And I remember this was so popular, but CBS took their sweet-ass time to get around to doing their own version, which is called CBS uh-huh. Story Break. And I think they only did about 26 adaptations of classic kid books. I shouldn't say huh. classic, but because I don't think a lot of them are well-known now. 
I don't know. I'd have to, go I'd have to look at the list. Yeah. Um, but these, I remember... Like, I remember the Benicula book. Now, these are all based on books, but I don't remember any of them. I never... If I found the world, the secret world of Og, I most definitely would have read it. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, none of those... I mean, and the only one that is still popular is Benicula. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's a cartoon now. And that might be for now. a couple reasons. Yeah. Right. That, I was going to say, that might be part of it, is that it's a cartoon now, but... Um, the other ones I know I never read and have never seen. Yeah, the new Benicula is god-awful flash animation bullshit. You think this stuff looks bad? <laughs> I enjoyed watching Benicula. It was fun. <laughs> the story's great, but the animation's I, a little... Well, I'm love... talking about the new one, yeah. Oh, I've never seen it, so I don't care. <laughs> I don't doubt you. The, uh... uh... Go ahead. But the story's good, and I, you know, have read the book many times, and it's one of my favorites. Yeah, Holiday Inn I so always was, thought was it, better. Yeah, I think I kind of have all, this, all the books kind of mixed together uh-huh. in my brain. Well, what are the other ones? I don't remember there being, was there more than two books? Mm, I think so. I think there's four or so. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to look this up. Um, before we move on, uh, The Trouble with Miss Switch was such a big hit, they did a sequel, which they usually didn't do with these specials. Miss Switch to the Rescue was a couple years later, and then that's when they really started kicking in with the, oh, wow, there really is a lot of Benicula books. Oh, I remember some of these. You had some of these. Celery Stocks at Midnight. That one I definitely remember. See, there's a lot. There's so many. Yeah. Nighty Nightmare. I've never heard of that one. But yeah, um, Benicula meets Edgar Allan Crowe. All right. (laughs) That sounds fun. Um, Yeah, so the animated special was in 82, and that's, like I said, when they started really kicking off with them. It is a lot of fun, and it has. It, it's one of those things where they look like they spent a little bit more money on getting the cast and a little better animation. You, you can tell they, they decided to put more money into this. Yeah. Oh, but that Benicula show? That new Benicula show is only three years old, and it looks that bad? That's embarrassing. Yipes. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's really no excuse for it to... No, no. Well, that's what they do with a lot of those boomerang cartoons. It look like shit. I just remember, like, you know how we weren't really allowed to watch Halloween stuff, like scary stuff, when we were kids, because we were, well, mm-hmm. definitely me, mm-hmm. I was a little more sensitive than I think you are, but we had these slow steps into that, like we had the Berenstain Bears and the old scare, old spooky tree? Spooky old tree? I think so. I think that's what it was Spooky old tree. Yeah, and uh, that's still really. I mean, there's hardly any dialogue and there's hardly anything going on. But the the art style is so amazing. Someone, some kind soul, took a video camera and filmed these uh, old. You know the the old books that had cassette tapes that we had. Yeah. They saved the audio and they 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 filmed it in such a way that it's cohesive and and it looks good. And it's like 15 minutes long, and you get to watch the entire thing. Oh, that's nice. So we had that, mm-hmm. and then we had, like, Miss Switch and uh, Benicula and Scooby-Doo and stuff like that to kind of warm us up over the years. And we had, like, we get more sophisticated, like, Gremlins and cr- uh, Critters and stuff like that. Then, you know, move on to, like, Lost Boys, Monster Squad. You, you know, move your steps up. But I was fascinated mm-hmm. by scary things. At the same time, the fear. I, there's something... I don't really get it with horror movies anymore, but the fear that you would get as a kid was uh, revolting and... Um, enticing 
Sorry, I'm like, I'm looking at all, there's so many more vernacular things than I realized. It's insane. Like? Or you just mean the books? Well, no, there's more than that. I mean, well, first of all, there's like, the most recent book came out in 2006. Wow. And then there's a, spin, there's a spinoff with the dog and cat. Harold and Chester has a, have a series. Then there's a series called Tales from the House of Benicula that started in 2002. Was it like an anthology where then, they get scary stories hosted yeah, by Benicula? Yeah. Yeah. Benicula and Friends are ready to read stories. So for littler kids, I think. A Benicula pop-up book and activity books, which there's like one, two, like four different ones. Like for kids, like joke books and like oh gotcha i don't know just so much more stuff than i realized i'm just surprised Hmm. anyway sorry i will focus (laughs) no it's okay this show is very unfocused secret world of og is the one that i was obsessed with though this one just truly fascinates me the book's actually pretty cheap it's from 1961 it's out of canada i mean that's why it wasn't very popular here it sold 200,000 copies in canada doesn't really say it did well in america at all and it must have been a Canadian... Co- oh, CB... Okay, it was. It was. This is one of the few that wasn't done by Hanna-Barbera. Oh, no, it does say... Okay, hold on a second. Ruby Spears did the other two, which uh, they were like the competitors with Hanna-Barbera during the 80s. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so this is interesting. The Secret World of Og is the animated action-adventure television series in 2006 airing in Canada. I gotta go find this show. What? Yeah. What? It's a series. But um, and just like and just like Benicula, there has been stage plays of this. Cool. What? There's an opera of this. I had no idea. Oh my god, this must be huge in Canada. (laughs) How? All they say is "og." Yeah, I know. Og, 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 og. That's fascinating. I'm so fascinated right now. I'm gonna have to look into that more. (laughs) Um, Uh, The original special. I mean, I like. What? Go ahead. I like the story. I definitely remember seeing it. I mean, I remember aspects of it. Yeah, I mean, do you remember My looking under ma- our bed? We kept trying to look under our bed to see if we could find a dimension you know, under our beds. Like, we would purposely put stuff under our beds and see if it would disappear, and it never would. <laughs> wow, we were we were so uh, imaginative. We were such in a fantasy world, weren't we? <laughs> yes, <laughs> reality <laughs> bored the shit out of me. I'll tell you someday, everybody, about my compulsive lying because I hated reality so much I made up my own world until a couple people told me to knock that shit off. (laughs) Uh, The two things that stuck with me most when I watched this special, I finished it yesterday, was who in God's name would call their kid Pollywog? I know, I know. And two, when they painted themselves green to be sneaky, it was smart. But the uh, actual effects were so inconsistent. The shades of green kept changing throughout the whole special. And there was a couple of clips where they forgot to color her green. And the sister was like, oh, she had her normal skin again. You know what I kept thinking <laughs> of, though? The whole time they were doing that was, what? A, Shaun of the Dead. And, two, the Smurfs episode where they bite each other on the butts and they turn purple. <laughs> oh, yeah. Instead of getting happens, on, 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 on. I didn't think of either one of those things, but it, they make a lot of sense now, yeah. I, I really wow. think the design in Secret of Og is the best. Yes, it's still mm-hmm. limited animation, but you, you see they spent a little bit more money on it, but they really stuck to the what appears to be you know spot on with the book uh, artwork. Mm-hmm. I just I really enjoyed it, and 
It's kind of a mystery and it's a little more scary than normal for these kind of specials because you didn't know what was going to happen. This savage gang of monsters underground could kill them. Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't. Yeah, it was As a kid, you don't know this. You don't know. Right, exactly. Um, Yeah, all the kids that had, like, you know, distinct personalities and they were really funny and... Well, it does um, does a really smart thing, which I love in a lot of these adventure movies, is split the gang up and then they have to find each other again. Trying to look to see whatever... That stresses me out whenever they do that. <laughs> wow, this guy was prolific. Holy crap. I don't recognize any of the other books. But a lot of them are about... But he like, wrote a lot. A lot of them are about Canada. My God, he wrote like 50 books. Just Oh, and then he did a whole series. Oh my God, he maybe wrote 100 books. Wow, this guy was... The, I just have to say that I'm looking at the artwork from the like newer series. Uh-huh. No? Yes? Uh, that's uh, weird. Damn. <laughs> I don't know. It's just an image. I can't tell just from that. I'm trying to... What, what the hell? What is the whole name of the Bungie special? Damn it. I don't know. I was trying to find it. Bungie animated special. Because I wanted to see who did the animation on it. But this is one that we went around for a while. Well, I did. I could do my voice for Bungie. Hey. Well, I still have that in my head. And I couldn't... I was like, oh, that's where that came from? Oh, well, okay. it's also uh, the same thing with... Um, uh, Glomer from the Punky Brewster cartoon was the same voice. Hey, Punky! Oh, that makes sense. Uh, this is There's done so by... so many voices. Sorry, I'm looking at this. The Amazing Bungie, Bungie Venture. That's the book. I was going to look that up. Amazing... Yeah, Bungie Venture. Yeah. Now, I feel like this was a series, too. Like, they did a couple sequels to this because it was so popular. Probably. I'm going to look. Um, oh, you mean the cartoon series, not... Book series? Um, well, I can't damn I can't find a damn Wikipedia um, thing on the book. Uh, Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh, Nancy Cartwright did the voice work of the little girl. That's interesting. Um, oh, that's why it was broken uh, up. Will... It was an hour long special that was broken into two pieces. Yeah. Um, I will say that there were that there, especially with this the bungee one, there was voices that you recognized a lot. Yeah, we have Frank Walker, who's actually in, like, three of these. Linda Gary did a bunch of voices. I think she was Tila in um, Master Universe. And then Nancy Cartwright, of course, she's Bart Simpson. Robbie Lee looks really familiar, too. But what I noticed a lot of these adventures back then was a lot of traveling to other worlds, other dimensions, uh, through time Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That's a big thing in the 80s. Like, oh, you can do anything now. You can travel through all these new worlds. But I didn't remember well, to do that. I did not remember that they went back to, like, dinosaur times and brought Bungie back with them. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, I have very, very little memory of this stuff. It all, like, after seeing it, some of it seemed familiar, but I was pretty young, I think, so. Yeah, yeah. But I just remember that being so cool. Like, oh, I would love to have my own pet little whatever the fuck Bungie was. I mean, just like a big floating ball that was so much fun. And he just wanted to have a family because he was the last of his kind. He was so alone. I know the part where he's like, my blood and sister. And you're like, no. (laughs) Um, So, So the guy who wrote this book is a British cartoonist. This book came out in... 1977, but almost everything else he's done is just cartoon collections, it looks like. Oh, okay. So he's more of a nonfiction writer. Uh, 
Well, he's a cartoonist. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. I'm sorry. I thought you meant he wrote about cartoons. So, cartoon strips? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Something? Well, that's funny. He, he has a series called He has a series called Max Ear that has many, 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 many books. Oh, okay. He did it for 50. It came out last year, 2018, of 50 Years of Mac. Huh. I've never heard of so this. He but, but of course, it's British. So. years? Um, yeah. So... I guess no other books about Bungie. Oh, really? Because yeah. I know they did a sequel. The So Amazing Bungie Venture, I'm pretty sure they did one called The Return of Bungie. And I feel like there was a third one as well. Mm-hmm. But by the, by the time this aired, um, I think ABC was starting to curb how many episodes they were doing a year. Because I think they were doing like 13 yeah. a year, and they got to the point where they are doing like 6 and 4, and then they would just rerun, rerun, rerun. And you can do that easier with the animation than the live action stuff because, you know, hairstyles change a lot in live action. The stuff that was filmed in 1977 isn't going to work so well in 1987 because kids are going to notice. That's odd. Mm-hmm. And film quality, of course. But um, it, I think the big change was also a lot of the networks started looking at live action, like it being cheaper. And since... ABC Weekend Special usually aired really close to noon, if not at noon. I think that they lost their focus on that kind of thing and said, look what NBC is doing with Saved by the Bell and whatever. There was a bunch of other spinoffs. I can't remember any of them. Like City Guys, I think, was one of them. And oh, yeah. They some, oh, yeah. They had some basketball the show. The basketball on one. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't think, remember what it was. And then, and then CBS did the same thing. They started dropping off at 11 o'clock and... ABC held out for a little bit longer, but I, I think they saw the writing was on the wall, and then I think they got bought by Disney, or had a, a licensing deal with Disney, and then Disney was just like, well, we don't want this, this isn't our, our stuff. So they just started getting rid of all the all the programs that weren't produced by Disney, and so this is a show that's pretty much lost. A few of them made it to VHS, but the most part, I would say probably 75% of them are lost, and we just lucky mm-hmm. to just find some kind soul that taped them off TV and put them on YouTube. Yeah, it says that the the first one, the Bungie Venture, did have a have a DVD release. Oh gosh, <laughs> Pepper. Yeah, sorry, I'm not sure what to do. No, it's um, fine. We're all stunned. But the second one, the second one never had a DVD release, and it was only released in Italy. See, yeah, that, that's basically, it ended in the early 90s, and it was just something that was so prolific during our era. I mean, we had the, um, the sequel of sorts was the afternoon special, which those were all live action. They all dealt with, like, heavy, serious stuff. And uh, just two things that really started in the 70s and died in the early 90s, and basically, you can't find them anywhere. Mm-mm. I'm surprised that we were able to find all these on, um... YouTube. Yeah, really not the best quality. A few of them are oof, rough. No, pretty bad. But and, and I chose the ones that still. I remembered the most because there's a lot of specials, but I just couldn't remember a lot of those. And I was like, well, I have fond memories of definitely a couple of those. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. Second to last episode. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. I have to say that. Uh, that while it was fun to revisit these, I don't have a lot of like a memories of seeing them the first time, so I don't feel like I can wax poetic about it. Yeah, well, there's not a whole lot to say because they're not series. It's series is easier right. to talk about because there is an evolution of it over the years, but with specials, it's usually just a one and done. But 
they are something that should be discussed and rediscovered because uh, who else is going to do that? And that, that's kind of what we did in the show was uh, basically be animation archaeologists. Just go find the stuff that we have never seen before. That was rare. Uh, of course, every once in a while I had to do like the really popular stuff to get the people to listen. But you know, I like discovering things. I like. Uh, there's a Canadian show called Raccoons that was on for seven years, and I had never heard of it. And I just watched it, and I was like, "This is amazing! How did we not get this in America?" Oh, the rich people got it in America. They got it on the Disney Channel. They could afford to pay for it. Jerks. We didn't get it here in America. Oh. Not on normal terrestrial television. Oh. Yeah. Well, oh, dead air while I gulped. Ooh. Awkward. All right, everybody. So that is it. Thank you, Mindy, very much for this. You're welcome. Um, I guess check us out on Facebook under Back in Tunes, and that's it. Everybody have a good night.